When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Spectrum Internet has enough speed to handle all your needs. So you can work, game, and stream with speeds up to a gig. Plus, Spectrum's advanced Wi-Fi provides enhanced security for all your connected devices. Get Spectrum Internet with fast and reliable speeds, starting at just $29.99 a month with a two-year price guarantee. Visit spectrum.com slash internet for you for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Restrictions apply. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. These are challenging times, but you don't have to navigate them alone. Welcome to How Can I Help? I'm Dr. Gail Saltz. I'm a clinical associate professor of psychiatry at the New York Presbyterian Hospital, a psychoanalyst, and best-selling author. And I'm here every week to answer your most pressing questions, hopefully with understanding, insight, and advice. Good friendships are one of the biggest influences of happiness in our lives. They can give us a sense of belonging and self-value that is extremely difficult to achieve just being on our own. But not all social relationships are positive. Sometimes, one can develop a toxic relationship with a negative person that is actually detrimental to mental and physical health in the long run. So today, I'm answering a listener question about managing the end of a friendship. There are a number of benefits that come with maintaining strong friendships, and they can improve all areas of health and well-being. Emotionally, Strong friendships offer unwavering support that lift us up when we're down, people who can give us advice when we're facing difficult decisions, people who can be an ongoing source of inspiration and give us an environment in which we can actually be our very true selves. So surrounding yourself with positive relationships does wonders for mental and physical health. In fact, strong social relationships have a positive effect on our lifespan. Because positive friendships work wonders on stress levels, which are a risk for compromising various body functions, including our immune system, when we're very stressed. Research has found having low-quality friendships, particularly in our 30s, can harm well-being later in life. This is because toxic friendships involve poor types of behavior that leave psychological scars and negatively impact one's mental health. These behaviors include things like betrayal, being passive-aggressive, peer pressure to behave badly, experiencing contempt, having too much dependency, and unhealthy competition. 
Toxic relationships can have a lot of negative effect on our well-being. So if we think we might be spending our time with people who aren't having a great influence on our lives, it might be time to work on surrounding yourself with people who do. As I said, good friends are good for your health. Friends can help you celebrate good times and provide support during bad times, preventing isolation and loneliness, and giving you a chance to offer needed companionship. Friends increase your sense of belonging and purpose, boost your happiness, reduce your stress, improve self-confidence and self-worth, help you cope with traumas like divorce, having an illness, job loss, even the death of a loved one. And friends can encourage you to change or avoid unhealthy lifestyle habits like drinking too much alcohol or drug use. Friends can play a significant role in promoting overall physical health. Adults with strong social connections have a reduced risk of many health problems, including depression, high blood pressure, and obesity. Studies have found that older adults with meaningful relationships and social support are likely to live longer than their peers who have fewer connections. Many adults find it hard to develop new friendships or keep up existing friendships because they can take a backseat to other priorities in life like working, caring for children, or for aging parents. Sometimes friends grow apart due to changes in lives or interests. And sometimes we're forced to move to a new community and haven't found a way yet to meet new people. Developing and maintaining new and good friendships does take effort. The enjoyment and comfort it can provide makes the investment worthwhile. When it comes to thinking about friendships, think about quality over quantity. While it's good to have a diverse group of friends and acquaintances, really the benefits I'm talking about belong to having close, meaningful relationships that will support you through thick and thin. You can develop new friendships with people who are already in a social network that exists. And you can think about people in your community, in your past, even people you've only known casually, but who made a positive impression. And then you can increase your contact with that person to turn it into a friendship. So when you're thinking about how, how can I make new friends? Think about staying in touch with people that you've worked with or taken classes with or connecting with an old friend that you've lost touch with. Reaching out to a person you enjoy chatting with at a social gathering. Going around and introducing yourself to your neighbors and making time to connect with more distant family members who you might not even have thought of as a potential friend. If someone stands out in your memory as someone you'd like to know better, I really advise you to reach out. And it's okay to ask a mutual friend or acquaintance to share a person's contact information, or even more so to ask them to introduce or reintroduce the two of you with a text or an email or an in-person visit to have coffee to have lunch. Meeting new people who could become your friends, then you could decide to go someplace where 
other friends are gathered. Don't limit yourself to one strategy for meeting people because the broader you cast your net, the more likely you are to find someone that clicks. And persistence matters. So take the initiative rather than waiting for invitations to come your way. You might need to suggest plans a couple of times before you actually get together with a potential new friend. Good places to look are like attending community events, a group, a club, something that's gathered around a hobby you do or an interest you have. Sometimes it could even be an online group. Volunteering your time or talent at a hospital or a place of worship, museum, community center, or a charitable organization to find other like-minded people can be the good source of finding a friend. And do extend and accept invitations when they're offered. And consider taking up a new interest. Some people go back to school to meet people who have similar interests or join a local gym or a senior center if you're older. And joining a faith community of some sort can definitely be a source of getting to know new people and making new friends. Above all, It's hard when you're really searching for friends, but try to stay positive. You're not going to become friends with everyone, but maintaining a friendly attitude and demeanor can help you improve the relationships that are in your life and find new ones. And joining a chat group or an online community can help you make or maintain a connection to relieve loneliness, but it's important to know that using social networking does not translate into a larger offline network or closer offline relationships. You really have to make an effort to do some things in person. Also, if you're going to be online, be careful about sharing personal information or arranging an activity with someone you've only met online. That can in fact be dangerous, so keep it to a public place. How can you nurture a friendship? Well, developing and maintaining a healthy friendship does involve give and take. Sometimes you will be the one giving support, and other times you will be the one receiving it. Letting a friend know you care about them and you appreciate them strengthens the bond between you. So it's as important for you to be a good friend as it is for you to surround yourself with good friends. How can you be a good friend? Think about being kind. It sounds so basic, but it is the core of most successful relationships. A friendship is like an emotional bank account. Every act of kindness and every expression of gratitude are like deposits into that account. And criticism and negativity are like draws on the account. It's not that neither should ever happen but you've got to have some give and take. Be a good listener. Ask what's going on in your friends' lives. Let the other person know you're paying close enough attention. Do that by using eye contact, your body language, and comments like, you recognize what they're talking about. When friends share details of hard times or difficult experiences, be empathetic. But, Try to avoid giving too much advice 
unless your friend is actually asking for that. Sometimes, friends really just need someone to listen. Very important is to think about opening up. Because building intimacy with your friends is about being vulnerable, being willing to disclose your personal experiences and your concerns, and show that you trust them with that information. It will deepen the trust and therefore the intimacy of the friendship. And very important, show that you can be trusted because being responsible and reliable and dependable is key to forming strong friendships. Keep whatever plan you make, arrive on time. Being late all the time tells your friend you don't care about their time. And bailing at the last minute says the same thing. And when your friend shares important confidential information with you, keep it private. Don't tell other friends if they've asked you to keep it confidential. Otherwise, you've really blown the trust. Make yourself available because making an effort to see new friends regularly and check in with them in between tells them they matter to you. It might feel weird initially to talk on the phone with somebody you don't know well enough yet, but it will pass the more comfortable you get with each other. And manage your nerves if you have them in social situations by doing and using certain coping tools like relaxation techniques, deep breathing, muscle relaxation, the practice of mindfulness. Some people do feel their social anxiety is what's keeping them from making friends. Definitely attend to this if this is in your way. It's never too late to develop friendships or reconnect with old friends, and investing the time to strengthen those friendships can pay off in better health and better feelings throughout your day. So with that, right after the break, we'll get to my listener's question. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. 
You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Welcome back. Let's get to my listener's question and see, how can I help? Dear Dr. Saltz, I am hoping that you can help me with how to move forward on this predicament. I am diagnosed with anxiety, mainly social, and depression. I had a friend, let's call her D, who also had anxiety. I had a miscarriage last year, and after that, I stopped actively reaching out to friends to talk as I was having a hard time coming to terms with it. D didn't really check in. I got pregnant again a couple of months later and let her know. She expressed excitement for me. I was racked with worry that I would lose this pregnancy again, and so again, I became somewhat reclusive, but did post random things on Facebook for entertainment. Again, D did not reach out. A few months went by, and my birthday came and went without any word from D. At this point, I became somewhat upset that she wasn't contacting me at all. I came to the realization that in our relationship, I had always put in more work. Christmas came and went, and again, nothing from D. I had my baby this spring. And a few months later, I realized she had unfriended and blocked me on Facebook. I know she blocked me because mutual friends could still see her profile. I don't know why she did this, as I never did anything to her. It's been really bothering me lately, but I don't want to reach out, as I also don't think it was the best friendship to begin with based on how little effort she put into it. I always had to do what she wanted to do. She would just show up at my house to visit periodically, which may be okay for some, but I'm very much a planner, and sometimes she would show up when I was working and could not make time to chat. I guess my question is, how do I just let this go and move on when I don't really know why she blocked me? It sounds like, as you suggest, this was not a quality friendship that felt close. It was more of a When we talk or happen to meet, we do, but it's not often. And to some degree, that sounds like it came from both of you or from the combination of the both of you having different styles. But in addition to having different styles, you both, as you said, have anxiety. Generally speaking, people with anxiety struggle a lot with uncertainty. And you both did not speak very much about what was happening between you and how it made each of you feel or what you wanted to be different in order to feel better. More uncertainty breeds high anxiety in those with anxiety to start with. For example, had you said to Dee, hey, I'm really anxious about my pregnancy, so you may see me laying low. It's not you or us. It's just my need to be quiet about it all until I feel more certain. She might have known that's what was happening, 
as opposed to just your disappearance, which, as an already anxious person, she may have interpreted as you simply disappearing from the friendship. And it sounds like Dee was equally or even more proactive about seeing how you were doing in light of your terrible loss and new nerves. This all, no doubt, led to the ultimate demise of this friendship. But you are not, it sounds, exactly mourning the loss of the friendship because you recognize the issue and you recognize the mismatch between you. You are struggling with feeling two things. A sensitivity to rejection. In other words, she blocked you even though you don't want her friendship, but you still feel hurt. And discomfort with the uncertainty of how she is viewing this whole thing. A hallmark of social anxiety is rejection sensitivity, and that seems to be what's hurting right now. Knowing that you do tend to be very sensitive to social rejection may help you recognize that when it comes to a relationship you don't even want, you are still eaten up by her walking away. It's true, no one likes to be blocked or shut out. But sometimes it's really more of a mutual fading away, with you doing so because you were being reclusive and her not pushing to contact you anyway. For all you know, she's been sitting in her home feeling rejected that you stopped contacting her once you got pregnant. And in feeling hurt, she ultimately decided that seeing you on Facebook, which you've been doing, without hearing from you as a friend, was too painful. So she unfriended you to not have to look. But in reality, you don't know for sure because there was no discussion. There were no words. So you are left with some amount of uncertainty. And that is hard for people with anxiety. Rather than struggling with, what if it were this? Or what if it were that? And obsessing over why. Why did she do this? which only makes this louder in your head. Try not to struggle with getting the answer. Rather, accept living with some uncertainty. Tolerating the uncertainty will actually help to diminish the power of this feeling. And in reality, why does not matter for the outcome. Because as you've said, you'd rather not reach out to be friends again. This friendship didn't work well for you. So instead, start saying to yourself, I don't know. I can't know 100%. Okay, that's okay. Often enough, when it's not working well for one friend, it's not actually working well for the other. Accepting the end, but more importantly, the uncertainty of exactly what she thinks is the reason for the end will help you to be less bothered and to move on. I hope that was helpful. Just as important in optimizing how to make and keep friends is how to be a good friend. There are a few things to keep in mind about friendships and friends. First of all, celebrate their differences. Accepting that we're not all the same is the first step in opening ourselves up to wonderful relationships. So, as my caller asked about, 
had she asked me earlier with any interest in staying involved. I think I would talk to her about ways that you can manage having very different styles of making plans, of doing things together. The exposure to new ideas and perspectives can be important and valuable for you and sometimes play a real part in your own personal growth. But we have to stop looking for people who are exactly like us. Then listen to them. While it's wonderful to have people listen to our ideas and problems, strong relationships are a two-way street. So it's important to do the same for your friend back because it makes them feel supported and valued. Give them your time. Giving another person our time is one of the biggest signs of respect in a friendship. Work and family do make our lives busy, but when we make time for friends, it shows that we value and care about them. Communicate regularly. Having an open channel of communication between us and our friends is hugely important because it helps us better understand each other and foster an environment where each person is comfortable sharing their thoughts and feelings. Be considerate and not distracted when you are together. Admittedly, your phones are always there. Technology is always available to distract us. But a good relationship requires time and attention. So when you do hang out with a friend, put down the phone, put down the laptop, and be together. Learn to give and receive feedback. One of the best things about good friends is that they're honest, which means their opinion is often some of the best advice that we can get. But of course, anything negative said about us can be hard to deal with. Learning how to take and deliver constructive feedback, not destructive, but constructive, and opening yourself up allows for the greatest potential for you and your friend. And embrace trust because it's one of the best byproducts of a great friendship. The trust you have in someone gives you comfort, reduces stress, makes you feel not alone. And the best type of trust is mutual trust, which means it must be given to be received. And think, lastly but not least, about being empathic. As the saying goes, people will forget what you said, people will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. This is really an important idea when thinking about another person's feelings instead of needing to blame or give advice. This type of connection, an empathic connection, really provides the strongest and best emotional connection with trust. Valuable friendships are one of the most important assets that we can possess throughout our lives. They play an enormous part in influencing how we act and feel. So it's important to surround ourselves with people who encourage us to be our best selves, because in the long run, we will be. Do you have a problem I can help with? If so, email me at howcanihelp at senecawomen.com. All centers remain anonymous. And listen every Friday to How Can I Help? with me, Dr. Gail Saltz.
Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Your new home journey starts at Fisher Homes, where everything is red, white, and new. Explore exclusive summer savings and start your journey by selecting your ideal home site and your dream community. Choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans and bring your style to life at the Lifestyle Design Center. Are you looking for a quick move-in ready home instead? Fisher Homes has options for those too. Fill out a form to connect with a new home advisor at fisherhomes.com to get started today before the sun sets on summer savings. During the Right Rug Flooring Hello Summer Sale, you'll find savings throughout the store, all backed by the right price guarantee, including carpet with a lifetime stain warranty, only $159 installed with pad. That's right, $159 includes expert installation as soon as tomorrow. Visit rightrug.com, R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com to find a showroom near you or schedule a free in-home shopping appointment. Say hello to summer and save. Right Rug Flooring, right here, right now.